three for Ryan Daly. Knocks it down. You know, we knew we were getting a good basketball player. He comes from really good bloodlines, but I would be lying to you if I told you, you know, I, I knew what we were going to get out of him. Welcome to a special edition of the Blue Hen Sports Cage Podcast. Teddy Gelman alongside Brandon Holvec thought we might be good to go for spring break. However, some news coming in this afternoon, huge news pertaining to the Delaware men's basketball program. Sophomore guard Ryan Daly, back-to-back, third-team All-CAA, 2017 CAA Rookie of the Year, is transferring out of the Blue Hens men's basketball program. Brandon, your first thoughts and your reaction today on this news. I'm just shocked. I never considered at any point in his Blue Hen career that Ryan Daly was going to transfer. At first, you, you know, seeing it in our WVD Sports department-wide group chat, I didn't believe it. Then you see the press release, and it's really happening. You start to put things together. I actually saw the coaches of the Delaware men's basketball team all at a meeting this morning at Panera Bread. And I was like, wow, they, you know, I thought they were just meeting, but they were talking about what they're going to do in the aftermath of Ryan Daly leaving the program, who's the, you know, the guy who's the foundational piece of everything that Martin Inglesby has been putting together over the course of the past two years and was aiming to put together in year three and in year four, where this team was on track to be a competitor in the CAA. And it all changes with one decision with Daly deciding to transfer out of Delaware. Quote, this has been a very difficult decision for me, but right now after extensive discussion with my family, I believe it is the best thing for me personally, Daly says. Continuing, this is not a reflection on the university or the basketball program. I love Coach Inglesby, his staff, my teammates, and the fans, and I thank them for the past two years. However, for my overall happiness, I feel a change of schools is needed. I will miss being here, but will keep rooting for Delaware. Obviously, we have no idea of the circumstances regarding this decision. And in this statement, he says this is not a reflection on the university or the basketball program. Ryan Daly, a guy who's put up a thousand points in his first two seasons, clearly the cornerstone of Martin Inglesby's direction in this program for his first few seasons. So while he may say it's not a reflection on the university, the basketball program, for whatever reason, he decides to depart and a huge hole is suddenly left in this program. Right, and you can't help but think that it's at least somewhat a reflection on the program. Um, But at the same time, it is Daly's prerogative and any player's prerogative to make a decision of this nature at any point in their career for whatever reason, basketball-related or non-basketball-related, and we don't know what's going into it. We don't know where he's going to be going next year. So perhaps he just had a better opportunity elsewhere because he's performed so well here and somebody else wanted to bring him into his or her program. Now, that being said, there's part of this that does, on the surface, look like Ryan Daly not wanting to play next season with Kevin Anderson, Ryan Allen, and company, a core that, from the outside, we all said looks like a very strong core moving forward. But it's something that he doesn't necessarily want to be a part of. Again, there's more to it than just that, not wanting to play with Anderson, Allen, Carter, and so forth. But at least that wasn't enough to stop him from making the decision. And it says something, at the very least, about where this program is at and where he sees the program at as its leader at the core and then deciding to want to walk away from it. Of course, it's unfair to pinpoint we're unaware of the circumstances. It's none of the business right now. But but looking at this, obviously, that's on the surface. A, A team that had a rough season, injuries, 
bounced in that second round for the second straight year, but you look at what they were going to bring in and how with a healthy Kevin Anderson, the freshman who is out all of this season with a knee injury, Ryan Allen, Ryan Daly, you looked at next year as as a, a team that could possibly cause some damage in the CAA. And on the surface, you, you really have to wonder, you know, what leads to this decision and now the whole that has been left, and, and where do you begin here? This is your guy. This is your cornerstone. It it feels, it's it's a punch in the gut. If you're a Delaware fan trying to process this and figure out, hey, how do we respond to this? What, what do we do? It's tough to know where to go. And yes, there are still young pieces in this program that I think have a lot of potential. Kevin Anderson and Ryan Allen being the two at the top of that list and we've even had conversations before on Blue Hunt Sports Cage about whether, when all is said and done, Ryan would Ryan Daly be the second or third option on a CAA contending team. And I think that could possibly be true. But that doesn't discount what he brings to the team in terms of leadership, in terms of hustle and effort. You saw the difference this season when he was injured. And the team still had talented players but they were not nearly as successful as they were when he was healthy. He's the heart and soul of the team. And from an overall storyline perspective and from what's gone on since Martin Inglesby has come to the program, he is the guy that I think turned the leaf from what the program was under former head coach Monte Ross to what it currently is now with Corey Holden leaving, Marvin King Davis graduating. That core gave way to Ryan Daly to be emerge as the next leading player on the team whether that be on the court and off the court, he sets the example and the tone for the rest of the team, and now that has been pulled away, and it undoubtedly will make a huge impact on what happens through the rest of this offseason. And really, over the course of the next two seasons, I think you're going to feel the impact of this loss because he does so much for your team. Obviously, he's the leading scorer each of the last two seasons, but he's also one of the best rebounders in the CAA. And when you need a bucket, he was the guy that you went to for the past two seasons, and now that's gone. 7.4 rebounds a game from 2016 to 2017. As, as a guard who is six foot four. Now, yes, a lot of that is fundamentals in him you know, boxing out and being a skilled rebounder, but more of that to me is effort and hustle, and he gave more of that than any other blue hen over the course of the last two seasons. That effort, he's definitely not the most athletic guy on the floor. Last year, he probably looked like the slowest guy on the floor at times. Maybe that's part of the injury, but he's definitely not a quick, explosive guy. But he can shoot the ball, and he hustles, he bangs down low, he gets boards, he gets loose balls. And I think that's a huge loss for this team and for this program. In 32 games as a freshman, Ryan Daly averaged 16 points a game, shooting 56% from the field and averaging 7.4 rebounds a game. He played four less games this past season. He had the injury for a stretch. 28 games this season, 17.5 points per game on 56% shooting. Look at that. Or check that on 43% shooting. That was his percentage in the final game. 43% shooting for Daly and then rebounding 6.2 rebounds a game this year. And to remember the overall perspective here that when you look back to the program prior to Corey Holden, the Devon Sadler days when you had that guy and then Corey Holden comes in and that program didn't really go anywhere. Monte Ross is gone. Coach Inglesby comes in and Ryan Daly is the guy. And for many people, think we were thinking this as well. 
you know, next year and the following year, that's a chance for this program to really take a jolt up. And not to say that this loss suddenly makes it impossible for them to do so, but it's going to be a lot harder because Ryan Daly, the heart and soul and, and the guy and the immediate question now is how do you, maybe you can't, replace the production or B, if you can't replace it, where do you find that production from? You can't replace it. I think that's where you have to start. And I think that's the message that Inglesby has to show to his team is, look, there's not one single player either coming into this program or returning to the program that I'm going to look to and say, you need to do what Ryan did. But collectively as a team, they have to step up and fill that void. That being said, when we project this team next season or when we projected this team before Daly this Daly's decision, when we projected this team next season, it was a combination of Daly doing what Daly already did, 17-7, and seven, and Ryan Allen and Kevin Anderson taking huge step forwards into all CAA territory. Even if Anderson and Allen still raise their game to all CAA territory, which we said was needed for this team to be a CAA contender next year when those guys are sophomores and Daly's a junior, even if they still make those big leaps that we were were projecting, they're going to be without the production of Daly. So where do you go elsewhere on the team for that production? That's an answer I don't know because you still next year would want Jacob Cushing to take a step forward in order for this team to be a CAA contender with Daly. You still wanted to see what Ethiel Horton, the freshman, would bring this team. You wanted to see if Kyrie Walker could shoot consistently enough to be on the floor in critical situations because he is one of their more skilled wing defenders. Now, all of those guys need to still take that step up we were projecting for next year and a step beyond it if they want to replace the production of Daly, and that's a big ask for any player individually, let alone for the team to collectively be able to do that. Head coach Martin Inglesby, who just concluded his second season with the Blue Hens, said, quote, As coaches, we care deeply about our student-athletes and always want what's best for both them and our program. Continuing on, we appreciate Ryan's contributions and support any decision that he and his family feel is the best at this time. We wish him the best of luck. We were talking about it, you, Brandon, and I, just a few weeks ago, taking a a look into the all-time scoring list here, and it's worth touching on right now. Sitting at a thousand career points, Daly would be, or he is, thirty fourth on the all time scoring list. If he were to put forth a thousand more in his junior and senior years, that would put him third all time in scoring. Just to sh- you cannot overstate the impact that this guy had in his first two seasons here. And you have to consider that in the first half of out of conference play, right as a freshman, he was not a starter. He was averaging eight or nine points a game, and then this season he missed four games. So if you had 16, 17-point-per-game production in those games, or even as a freshman where he finished the year averaging 18 or 19, if you had that production and you add that into what he'd do as a junior and a senior, you're potentially looking at Ryan Daly as the all-time leading scorer in Delaware's program, which we thought was kind of crazy because, yes, Daly's very, very talented, but for him to be your all-time leading scorer, it seemed a little out of place because we're talking about can Kevin Anderson, can Ryan Allen surpass him as the leading option on this team? But it just goes to show what he's done from day one. And I think a big part of that is, yes, as a freshman, he was all CAA. He was a CAA Rookie of the Year. I mean, he's historically great, and he he's the foundation of this team. And from the perspective of Martin Inglesby, I don't know how to describe it other than crushing. I mean, this is the first recruit that Martin Inglesby brought in as head coach of the University of Delaware. He was the last head coach to be hired 
in Division I basketball in May of 2016 when he joined Delaware. Almost every recruit, major recruit, had already found a home. Daly was out there, and they went to the same high school. They had the Archbishop Carroll connection. Inglesby calls Daly. Daly accepts the scholarship offer on the phone at the moment, comes right into this program and surpasses everybody's expectations and gives Inglesby in a time of a season where they won five CAA games, it gave Inglesby light to say, well, we have Ryan Daly and we're going to build on this and I'm going to bring in my guys to the program next year and we're going to build around Daly. My guy, you can't talk about Delaware basketball without talking about Ryan Daly. That's what Inglesby said all throughout Daly's freshman year and into his sophomore year, and it was absolutely true. He took the CAA by storm, and it was Inglesby who brought him in and gave him that opportunity and that chance, and now he's gone from from that program. Really, Inglesby's first guy, not only his first recruit, literally, but his first guy to try to build a team around as a head coach. Inglesby is a first-time head coach here at Delaware, and now he's gone. Of course. It's important to recognize the implications that this will have on the team. If you're Ryan Allen or Kevin Anderson or even a player who may not be as prevalent but is going to be back, how do you take this? I thought you were going to lead me into, do you think about that's a part of jumping the ship? We'll hold off on that for one second. That's a part of it as well. But as a player, how do you respond to this? It's tough. I think most guys will go and say, whether they believe it or not, but they'll try to, to, to take the line of, we just got to step up. All right, he doesn't want and to that be would here. And that would be the public presentation specifically. Sure, and I think I think outwardly to the team, like as a team leader, if you're Eric Carter, you want to go to the rest of the guys and say, don't worry about it. Like We have business to take care of in the CAA. Ryan made his decision for himself. That's fine. It's his prerogative. He should make whatever is the best decision for him, but we have to still band together. We can still be competitive in the CAA. But even as that leader, sometimes you still might have doubts creep into your mind as far as how are we? everybody talks to you about how great Ryan Daly is, and he is. And you probably still have those doubts in the back of your mind of how are we going to replace him or why did he leave us? Does he not have confidence in us? Those, those are legitimate questions to ask, but I think from the leaders of this team that remain, the top response will be, we still have business to take care of. We have to do it without him. And to answer your other question, does it make other players consider leaving? This is this almost enters into the territory of what happened post Monte Ross when but, it took yeah. for, it took forever. It's different, I know, but it took forever for a coach to be hired because there was not a permanent athletic director. There was an interim, Matthew Robinson at the time. So it was Corey Holden, Maurice Jeffers. The, the, the players continued. Right. Javarsky Corbett, Corbett said he was going to transfer and then came back to the program. Then came back and then eventually Ingles becomes, this This is different. And again, we need to reemphasize that there's no way of knowing specifically what Daly's reasoning for leaving is. But the impact is clear and you have to wonder if that's a question that creeps into the minds of some of these other players now. Yeah, and I think... They're kind of leave it at that. I don't know any. I don't have any insight as far as what Allen and Anderson specifically, or anybody else on this team, is thinking, whether they would consider transferring or not. 
And this is definitely a different situation because, you know, there's no change in head coach. This is purely one player's decision, but it could create a snowball effect. Do I think it will? Do I project that? I can't say. I don't have enough insight to say whether or not I think these guys will leave, but it's not unreasonable for them to at least consider it and to consider their options if they have other options outside of Delaware. And to compare this slightly to the last time of a, the, the, a team leader left teams, well, Corey Holden was a freshman back in 2014. He was a sophomore in 2015, and then he transferred to South Carolina. But the difference in that moment was that there was a transition period between the coaching staff. Right, and that, that happens a lot. You know, you sure. come in, you came here to play for Monte Ross, he leaves, it's pretty reasonable to think, okay, the coach left, I'm going to pursue other opportunities. That 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 is at least that that move at the time to me was far less shocking than this one is. Sure, for Holden to say he's transferring. Well, this one this one feels like it for the most part is coming out of nowhere. You lose, yeah, in the second round of the tournament. Yeah, I, I, I had no indication that this was even on the table. Losing the second round of the tournament, Anderson out for the rest of the season. Just had some some adversity throughout the year and. Next year was the season, and you have to wonder wonder why. But as you mentioned, the, the team cannot be stuck on this now. They have to advance themselves forwards, and it will be interesting to see what, where Daly does go. You know, Is he a guy who's, who's going to go to a similar size school and be that kind of a player, or is he going to take a jump up and see less time? It's a question. Only time will tell before we know the answer. Yeah, it's a really interesting question because back to the Corey Holden example, he has not really played at all since he left Delaware being at South Carolina. So do you want to do that and not play? Probably not. You want to play. You want an opportunity to prove yourself. But what we'll see there, you know, the, like we said before, there could be any confluence of factors that influenced his decision to leave and his decision to pick wherever he does to play basketball next season. Corey Holden, on February 17th, left South Carolina. He was injured. He left. He wasn't playing. He sat out after he transferred, and uh, he got injured. He didn't play that much there, and not to say that's what's going to happen to Daly at all. It's totally different, but just to provide context as to what happened to a player that had put forth another kind of leadership style out there for the Blue Hens. And with Daly now, th- this crushing loss for the Blue Hens, you have to you have to move on, and it's going to be a real test for Inglesby here and what he can do. You think about what he's faced in his first two years. I mean, he got hired. He got hired, A, was a late hire. He got daily. Real tough first season. Got a good recruiting, good class for his second season. The injury team didn't really take that step next forward next year, and you could feel his third season maybe a time. And you know, with, with not to talk about his job status at all in this conversation, but it, at some point, it's a program that will need to see success for this coaching staff to be relevant for for an extended period of time here and this will be for Inglesby's perspective now he's got to work with what he what he has and we'll see what he does and what he can put together here next season I think 100% his job is safe I I think from every indication we've had from athletic director director Chrissy Waywalk and everybody else associated with Delaware Athletics I've never heard a bad thing about head coach Martin Inglesby. And from my experience, I haven't had any poor experiences with him. He's a great guy, and he seems like a very bright basketball mind. And I've written before, and I'll say it again, I think he's the right guy for this job and the right guy to lead Delaware into the future. This is by far the most 
adverse moment of his coaching career to this point, losing your star player, your centerpiece, as we've noted. But he also deserves a lot of credit for the talent that he was able to bring into the program this year and talent that we definitely did not see on full display, particularly Kevin Anderson with the season-ending injury. He has Kevin Anderson coming back. Ryan Allen was the CAA Rookie of the Year, who, albeit, was not as good, in my opinion, as Daly was as a rookie, but was not far off based on the numbers. I think Kyrie Walker has a lot of potential. He had the highest reputation of the three players coming into next year, coming into the program last year. And now he brings in Ethiel Horton, who has a pretty strong reputation. So he's shown a propensity to bring in good talent to this program, and I still think over time he will build this team into a competitive CAA team. I think the timeline's been pushed back for sure when you lose a player of Daly's caliber. And I, I agree with that, not at all to say that his job isn't question at all. It's not. I think from a fan's perspective, you, you explore that a little bit now. This this is just another slap in the back. This is a, yeah. hey, look at us. You know, we, we made the run a few years ago with Monte Ross. We made the tournament. And since then, l- let's be blunt for a second. It's been terrible. I mean, we got to be, yeah. well, let's be honest. I mean, just in the short time from when the news broke till now, we've already seen Jeff Perlman go on Twitter and say, I think my alma mater is going to be pretty good. They have this daily kid to saying, well, now we're back to the basement. And we talked to Dave McKenzie, our engineer, who's not the biggest sports fan, but he follows, he listens to our show. And he goes, oh, yeah, you know, oh, so things were finally going our way. And now we're going to be bad again. And that's pretty much the mood that I'm going to expect from every Delaware fan. And it's probably the mood they should take. You finally feel like there's some momentum toward a competitive team, toward a contender next season, and then it's pulled away from you. Again, not to say that this team can't be good next year, but it certainly is a lot harder. And, you know, Ryan Daly was the guy over the past two seasons that you came to the Bob Carpenter Center to watch. You had Daly, and it was a developing team with some other fun guys, but he was the guy that you went and watched. And he was linked with Martin Inglesby. The beginning of Inglesby Exa- is the beginning exactly. of Daly. That's, that's, that's the, the whole connection. era turned over in Delaware basketball when Ryan Daly emerged and became the star of his, the team his freshman year, leaving behind the Kasman Hayes and Anthony Mosleys of the world from the Monte Ross era and bringing us into this new era of head coach Martin Inglesby. It's, they're undoubtedly linked at the hip through those first two seasons. That's when the whole thing changed over. And it, it, it's it's just shocking to me that, that now that's broken up. Once again, sophomore guard Ryan Daly transferring from the Delaware men's basketball program in two seasons, a thousand points for Daly, and now he has decided to move on. We'll keep an eye on Daly and where he ends up transferring to. And Blue Hunt Sports Cage will have more updates on Daly's departure this coming Thursday on WVUD.